Welcome to the Liberty Experts Podcast, where all your liberty questions are answered, discussed, and debated by experts. Now, here are your liberty experts, Tim Moen and David Birnbaum. Hello, Tim. Hello, David. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, I suppose. Um, yeah. It's Wednesday today yeah. when we're recording, and uh, it's been a busy, busy, busy week. Yeah, I hear there's lots of uh, lots of uh, inside drama going on at uh, in objectivist circles right now. That uh, no, just the one. Yeah, the one. That I suppose the head honcho objectivist said he's voting for Trump, which uh, caused a stir. I suppose. Um, I mean, many obviously objectivism is like a methodology, and to to say how it applies in this specific election, there's going to be right. disputes. But many of the top objectivists had been very anti-Trump, and then the top objectivist, who's you know retired now, let's say he's 87. I'm not retired. That. What? I'm not retired. You're not retired. Oh, haha. <laughs> <laughs> um, the inside joke there for the Liberty Expert Nation is that I consider myself the top objectivist. Objectivism naturally leads to Tim. And that's, that's I'm, I'm the only correct time. objectivist out there. Ayn Rand, she was okay, but she didn't quite get to where I'm at. Um, well, then you don't even understand. Anyways, I don't care to get into okay. it. Um, no, so... <laughs> Okay, never mind. Uh, so last time we were talking about mentorship and from the position of what does it mean to be a mentor? How do you become a mentor? And then I want to shift um, in this episode to talk about being the mentee. And mm -hmm. so you shared a really powerful story at the end of that episode that I want to like kind of bring up again. You mentioned how someone came up to you and said that like they are willing to be your mentor they see something in you they don't do this for anyone but they'll do it for you and that was really meaningful i'm interested in hearing uh why like what that was about and then i'll kind of share my my disdain my dejection <laughs> sure sure well it was um my fire chief at the time and he he hired me into the deputy chief role you know i i just um beat out other applicants i guess through my interview and my resume and uh you know i i really wanted to impress this guy like i i, w I was motivated to to produce results for him he hired me to um focus on labor relations for example and you know smooth things out with uh, the union and um, you know, really focus on morale and different things like that. So I, I cr did a bunch of initiatives and I, 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 did, I knocked it out of the park basically. And he was leaving the organization to move on to another job. And, um, I, you know, this was a temporary assignment. He knew it. It was, it was only for a year that I was put into that role um, to cover for a guy. But he, he, he said, you know, um, I, I'm willing to go to headhunter organizations. I'm willing to do, I, I'm willing to, I, I don't say this lightly. Uh, I rarely make this offer, but in your case, I see some talent and potential. And um, we need more talent in Western Canada in fire leadership. And I'm, will, I'm willing to offer you my mentorship. If you ever need advice, if you ever, you know, whatever you need, I'm willing to put time aside to do that. So, I mean, again, that felt really good to me because he's recognizing something in me that's valuable. He was a guy I already looked up to and was, was 
just making notes on and watching how he showed up in meetings, how he presented himself to other people. And I'm just making mental notes the whole time I'm with this guy. Cause it's like, he's doing stuff that's next level. And I need to learn from him how he's doing this. Mm. And, um, and so when he made that offer, I was, you know, I was super flattered and, and grateful and, and I've used them since then. And it's been, it's really paid off. So, um, you know, that, that was my experience, I guess, being a mentee in that position. Yeah. And for me, like I'm, I'm actually, it's something I'm, uh, regularly sad about when I think about how I've never really had any mentors and like, I'm, I was totally lost as a young person, right? I did have, you know, when I was really young, I had a basketball coach I really looked up to, um, you know, but I'm not like, I saw him two hours a week for, you know, basketball coaching. I'm not sure how much that shaped me. I tried to be a good person. He seemed like a good man to me. Right. Right. And so, but that I was quite young and it was kind of broadly speaking, and it's always just kind of frustrated me because I think I it would have been valuable for me to have some sort of guidance. And even now, right, like there's a lot of stuff I'm working on and there's no one better than me helping me, it seems. Hmm. And, you know, it was really frustrating as well because I'm so dedicated to growth. I, I'm, you know, I, I'd argue I'm more dedicated to growth than anyone I've met. And so there were moments where I kind of saw my, there were two people I used to look up to. Um, you know, my sister and this one person I used to call my mentor in university around student involvement and stuff. And then like, it was really hard for me to like see myself past them because they just weren't willing to dedicate, like they just accepted where they were. They didn't care to grow. And that's like not possible to me. And so it was really quite kind of upsetting that, uh, that instance as well. And yeah, it's, it's kind of like, I, I just wish I did have someone who could help guide me and stuff. It was like, even in the objectivist community with the philosophy or anything, someone who saw the potential in me and said, Hey man, you're worth my effort. And I've not encountered that yet, which makes me question, not myself makes me question the world. Right. Right. Like I know how capable I am, how much potential I have. And it's, it makes me wonder, well, why hasn't anyone done that to, for me yet? Well, uh, let me say this. Uh, I mean, that's the first time I've ever had anyone offer to be my mentor Mm -hmm. essentially. Right. I I just think this guy is exceptional and next level in terms of leadership and that he, he is recognized that being a mentor is part of his role uh, as leader. And, um, and he, he's, taken on extending the invite to people. And he's also a guy that realizes, I think that he's exceptional, that he has limited amount of time and he's not going to waste it on someone unless he sees some potential in them or something like that. But most of the time, my mentee experiences have been from me seeking out mentors and like asking them and like convincing them and persuading them to, to take me on because, um, what, what do you have to offer a mentor, right? And I, I imagine this could be especially difficult, maybe in the objectivist community, where like it's not readily apparent what is in it for me to be a mentor as as a high level objectivist. Um, it, it almost strikes me as being a little bit altruistic to help raise someone else. Like how how does how does my me giving up my time benefit me in any way? But of course, it does if you understand high level leadership. I mean, the, this guy yeah. that mentored me 
like everyone loves him and he could have whatever job he wants precisely because he does things like what he did for me. And, and that makes people extremely loyal to him and extremely fond of him and speak extremely well of him. And that is, you know, is, um, you know, selfish, you know, it helps yeah, himself. And I will say, you know, for, for the sake of ARI, they do, they do spend a lot of their effort on like intellectual development and mentorship right. within the like philosophy and stuff. And mm -hmm. I have been like, I am part of their like, you know, school. I, so I got a, like a full scholarship to study philosophy with them. They're talking about me being in this other program they're, they're testing out. But to me, it's not the same as like, it's kind of like a system of development rather than, yeah, an right. individual taking me under their wing. Um, well, so let me ask you not, this. this is, wait, I just want to add something because sure. this is something I meant to bring up in the last episode around mentorship, around as a mentor, how do you split your time? But, you know, it's as a mentee as well. Like, it's not just the professional development. I really... I still have this almost craving from like being a young person who didn't have guidance of someone right. who really wants to help me develop the right kind of person. Right. So profession, the professional goals are part of that, but someone who's really like cares about my full personality development. And mm -hmm. um, it's like an unmet need I have because I didn't have that guidance growing up. And like, it's, it's, yeah, this, this, this desire I have that doesn't seem like it, will ever be met at this point because I'm I've developed to such a point where I I know all of the you know little tricks and stuff myself right yeah but I mean it, you know you well if you could have mentorship in any area right now what what do you think it would be right now it would probably be in psychology right and I am trying I've been pursuing that I've met with like five or six philosophers. I have two meetings in the next week, actually, with psychologists, like academic psychologists, because I know how much knowledge I have about how my mind works, but I need help understanding it and contextualizing it and balancing it in my own life, right? Right. Um, and so, so what, be, what, what do you think you would get out of that, out of having a mentor that could help you through that stuff? It would, one, help me calm my mind and balance my life because it's like it's almost like I'm overwhelmed with data I have so much knowledge I want to get out there and I'm not right. certain I'll be able to yet and so once I'm connected with someone who has the context and provides me a pipeline that would be peace of mind I think and just like the, you know the body of knowledge I'm I, right now I have friends I bounce my ideas off of does this make sense does this fit logically but they have less knowledge than me it, like I just want to be able to ask someone to give me their knowledge, to help me contextualize my knowledge and have that relationship open. Um, right. I love yeah. thinking new thoughts. That's my favorite yeah. thing is thinking <laughs> new thoughts. And so I just want someone with expert knowledge who's willing to talk to me because like they see the value in my ability to compute basically. Right. So, but what, what it sounds like almost to me is you, you've got all this knowledge, but what you're, what you are trying to do is figure out how to put rubber to the pavement with that knowledge, right? Like how do I now use it to move forward? And, um, you know, that, that's kind of, and so, you know, can, can you think of anyone that you know or know of that, um, could help you that you think could help you do that? 
Well, that I've been I've been doing that since May. I've been reaching out to people and and having meetings, telling them what I'm interested in, trying to seek mentorship. And I've kind of no one has bitten yet. It's it's not their specific area of interest or whatever, which, and that kind of right. stuff um, in that realm. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's there's something to be said to. Like it feels like I'm carrying a big weight and a mentor will have had more experience carrying that weight. And so they can right. like help, um, help me understand how to do it and that kind of thing. But I am pursuing it, right? Like yeah. I, I have been pursuing it, but maybe it's some sort of inferiority complex. Like I'm so good. I wish someone could just see it and be like, oh, I need to mentor this person. Right. Like that. It, right. It's almost like I, I need that external validation or something. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you've never got in it, it, it you know, it, it would definitely be something, but, uh, you know, Tim Ferriss had some good podcasts and writings on mentorship and how to find a mentor. Mm -hmm. And this is the, the chat, some of the technical things that he goes through is how to, how to like the, the people that a Tim Ferriss would want to mentor him are exceptionally high performing, successful people who have limited time. And why would they ever take on this free project? Right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it, it requires doing some work on your part to figure out, okay, what could I, how could I benefit this person? What value could I provide to this person? And, you know, and what does that look like? And so Tim has some tips of going through that and, and some ideas about how you can approach people to make it worth their time uh, to mentor you. And yeah, because, I yeah, I mean, un where... unfortunately at this life at this point, and I'm the same way, it's unlikely. Like what happened to me is it was a very unlikely situation. Uh, and it I recognize happened. that I'm, and it happened. I'm super grateful for it, but most people don't do that. And I look around me and I often see people that have potential. Um, and maybe it's a reminder to me that, you know, there are people out there that are thirsting for mentorship and maybe all it takes is an encouraging word at, to, to, help them come out and, and, yeah, you know, connect with you. And so, um, let me put this out there to Liberty nation right now. If, if you think you could benefit from mentorship from either myself or David, um, you know, reach out to us cause, uh, we, we don't want you to be in David's position where, um, where he's looking for, for someone to help him. Right. And, yeah. um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to want something in return. It doesn't necessarily have to be money at all. Uh, but I have to see some value in it. Right. And whether that's recording, recording our conversation, um, so that other people can benefit from it. And so that I can raise my profile and, and my income earning potential, whether that's, um, uh, you have uh, an area of that where I could be mentored that I'm interested in that you're willing to kind of trade mentorship with, uh, whatever it is, you know, I'm not going to just do this for altruistic reasons. You're going to have to do some work, but, uh, I'll put that out there. I, I don't want to see anyone languish for lack of mentorship. And, and, uh, David, I think you hit, um, on something that I've recognized for a long time, this, this lack of the masculine mentor, right. Of fatherhood, the, the, there's an epidemic of fatherlessness out there. And I've had the benefit of having masculine role models. I've said that before. And, um, I want to find a way to connect to young men who are looking for that masculine mentorship as well so that they, they can have the benefit. Yeah. And I think in addition to the personal benefit of that right in in objectivism in the liberty movement we need to develop people properly 
right? We need to have this move, the, the most important way the movement can grow and we can actually save the world with liberty is by developing individuals who can, you know, continue that growth, right? It, it needs right. to be an exponential growth of individuals who are able to do this work and, and that. Yeah. And, and, and it's important to recognize here that the, the work that needs to be done in, in libertarian circles, especially isn't philosophical mentorship per se. There's plenty of that out there. Um, you know, and we, we try to do some of that on the podcast, but it, it's character development. I mean, if you don't have the character, um, you're, you're, you can have the best principles and the best ideas. No one's going to listen to you. No one's going to care because your life's a gong show. You know, if, if your idea of mentorship is getting all the best arguments to destroy socialists on Facebook, um, you know, that is part of the problem we're talking about. Yeah, that's fair. And so do you have any, yeah, do you have any last thoughts? I mean, it's the, the idea it's, it's been very, very helpful for me to think, okay, like I do need to seek mentorship and then even reframing what I've been doing with this psychological work as I'm seeking mentorship, it makes me feel better about it already. Cause I've now I'm on meeting like seven and I'm getting, oh, this isn't my expertise, but maybe try talking to this person. They might be interested in this. So like there is people, there are people who see that I could be providing value to the right type of person. And so I'm not getting like shut down. So like that, that, painting it like framing it yeah. that way makes me feel a bit better but there is still this 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 idea that again maybe it's like our last episodes i just need to do more psychological introspection is why i why i want someone to just kind of um notice me right like um right something like well that. i mean we we all have all longed to be noticed by father right and when father doesn't give us that attention doesn't give us that mentorship that well, that does, doesn't just go away necessarily that's really uh, interesting because in august i kind of like for the first time in a long time i almost like blew up at my dad like and it was because i didn't feel like he appreciated my value like my intellectual right. value it didn't it kind of happened it was very bizarre how it happened but it's mm. interesting that, that that it's connected to this because he never kind of my parents didn't have an ability to recognize my ability. Right. Right. And so I was just always felt like no one kind of knew what was going on. No one saw me. So it's like still that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I suspect the trick for you is going to be separating out that kind of um, trauma, I guess, mm -hmm. from what, you know, what is from, from your um, endeavor to find mentors, right? Because right. like you have to be careful that you're not trying to replace your father or that you're looking to meet the, fill that unmet need. And the way yeah. I think of mentorship is in a specific area, in a specific context, who can really help me knock this out of the park? Who, who is it that I look up to in this area and how do I get them to be right. a mentor Whereas and help me? For me, I view mentorship right now until this conversation as no broad, like whole hog. Right. Right. Like yeah. I'm someone who can mentor my entire life, be like my personal life coach. Right. Slash best friend. But, slash and, and, that, and, and look, what you're describing is is a is a dad. You know, this is what <laughs> I'm doing for my daughters and my sons right, right. now um, is they're making that transition to, to adulthood. And, and it's lots of conversations about how to handle real life things and how to, you know, I, I, this person said this about me talking shit about me and I don't know what to do about it. And like, okay, this is, you know, first of all, take some deep breaths and, you know, all this stuff is, is like, I'm helping them, uh, 
<laughs> uh, do the very thing that you're looking for in terms of, of mentorship. Right. right. Um, and that's a big ask for someone. Uh, and I, I think most people, a lot of people, like, I feel like an imposter is a father too. Right. Um, in a lot of ways, I, I've gotten a lot better at it over the years. I was a terrible father when the kids were young, which, which was, you know, I, I have some guilt about, uh, still, but you know, I've gotten much better over the years, but, uh, like think about someone coming to you essentially and, and wanting you to be essentially a father figure to them and, and build them up. Right. And how much of a commitment that, that sounds like, and would be to them. Well, and that's kind of like, what's frustrating me is because I I'm so developed in my thinking and in my emotions, like I've spent so much time getting myself together. It feels right. like a lot of my friendships now, they rely on me more than I want because right. They're now trying to put them like all things considered for a 28 year old, I'm pretty well put together. I still have some issues I'm dealing with, but a lot of my peers now are seeking advice from me. And so it's like, it's exhausting mm -hmm. yeah, to always yeah. be in that role um, and, and to not kind of be an equal with them either. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe you need to think a little bit more about narrowing your focus on who you mentor. Right. And, 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 but, but just think about someone 10 years older than you were, who's in a position where you want to be in, who you might look up to as a mentor. And they've gone through the same thing where they constantly have people wanting their advice and wanting to them, their help. And, um, you know, what would cause them to focus on you rather than edit you out like everyone else? Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And, and this has been extremely helpful for me to reframe the, uh, the mentorship idea. And in particular around like that, I like, because it, it was almost like, woe is me, I just can't find a mentor. But the way you framed it in terms of, no, like, it's like, you have to kind of actively look for a mentor, and it should be more discreet right away. I'm like, oh, wow, like, I've actually been doing that since May. I'm very now, like, I have been taking action in an area related to this, right? So like, I, right away, it makes me feel better, like I've been doing that. And and I think it's, again, this is almost like, right. I think for our listeners, it's like introspect and figure out, yeah, what specific area do you want to grow at and how can you take steps towards a mentor? Because a lot yeah. of the frustration comes from lack of taking control. And so even just recognizing that I have taken some steps towards that is, is like very, uh, lightning. Yeah. Well, and, and I was just thinking as you're talking now that th there's even there, there's incredible value in being a mentor, right? Mm -hmm. And and so maybe it's just a matter of persuading that person like you know, Liberty Expert Nation, if you were to ask me to be a mentor, one way you could probably easily convince me is to be like, "Tim, um by being your mentee, I will I'll give you all sorts of feedback on how the mentorship's going, on how I'm receiving it, on what what I think you could do better." That would be huge beneficial to me. Like I, I really want to be a good mentor and I, and I, I think it'll elevate me as a leader and, and by elevating other people, it'll help the world. Like it's, it's just yeah. good all around. That would um, be a fascinating show where it's like 10 minutes, 15 minutes of someone trying to be a mentor and then feedback on here's how exactly. your mentorship is being received. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that that's how you could win my heart pretty easily. And I bet you, you could win a lot of people's hearts because it feels good to be sought after 
as a mentor, but you need to know that you're being sought after as a mentor. Like sometimes people just come to you for advice and it's like, Hey, what, what should I do in this situation? Or do you have any tips, tricks or whatever here? That's not as big of an attraction to me as, Hey, I want, I have a specific goal in mind. You've achieved some level of success in this area that I'm interested in. And I, I would be interested in you helping me get to where you're at and, and being an actual mentor. Um, and in return, I'll, uh, you know, I, I will be your intern. I will, whatever, like you can think yeah. of a number of ways you, you know, you're going to have to do a bit of research on that individual, but even just, I'll give you feedback on your mentorship would be huge to me. And I bet you it would be to other people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I'm torn right now is to, if I want to bring this up or have a whole other episode on it, maybe I'll bring it up. Um, Cause now I'm thinking, you know, we were trying to figure out how to grow our, our Liberty expert following on subscribe star and stuff. And I actually think instead of us saying, Oh, someone can just get a call with us once a month or whatever to talk about nothing. We should see about like, I, I definitely think you're in a position and you know, some viewers might disagree, but I feel like I'm in a position to provide mentorship in certain realms. And so almost like kind of turning it into a, a more kind of like coaching side gig relative to the sure. podcast, right? And starting to reframe that and think, okay, what values could we provide to people if they want to do a 15, 30 minute call per month? Because like, that's what I'm doing with my mindfulness coaching now is I'm having biweekly 30 minute calls, coaching people and mentoring them on how to be more mindful. Because I'm definitely an expert at that now. Um, right. And so like, you know, with respect to uh, our approaches, our methodology and liberty and that kind of thing, I think we have huge value to provide people. And if we frame it in that way, um, it would be a lot more attractive than just like have a call with Tim and David, right? It's like, no, if you're interested in getting like coaching from us, like you, this is the mechanism that's in place for us to do that. And then it kind of feeds into all of the other work we're doing as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be extremely valuable. And, you know, uh, you could think of a number of ways we can make this happen. One could be a particular subscriber level or a one-time payment. Another one could just be you agree to let us um, air our conversation so that other people could benefit from it, um, you know, or maybe it's something else. But uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in something like that, please let us know and, and contact us. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, as always, subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app and check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Liberty Experts and consider supporting us and stay tuned for the mentorship options uh, at the Liberty Experts.com. Absolutely.